Welcome, cadets and captains, to a brand new state-of-the-art episode of M-Class Podcast. Oh, it's going to be the noisy cast on my end, because I'm in the living room, and guess what? There's race cars and trucks and people yelling. Uh-oh, <laughs> there is a chainsaw going off out right outside my window, so it's about to be the noisiest cast in the world. Bitch, you live next to a Jason. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jeff. I'm Josh. And M-Class Podcast is uh, both a podcast where we watch a piece of Star Trek media and we pick it apart for your entertainment, and a perfect encapsulation of the rule that not everything is going to be a winner. (laughs) I like our new disclaimer. (laughs) Look, we've done 120 of these, not including M-Class email. Should we shit on ourselves more? I don't know if that's healthy for our self-esteem. Uh, you can't shit in your own belly button, is what I've heard. So I don't know what that means, but... <laughs> it's a metaphor f- for something. I don't know. What the fuck does that mean? I've never heard that. Never heard that one? No. Is that like It's a- not like I just made it up a second ago or anything. Did, did, it sounds like you did it. No, no, no. It's real. It's real. <laughs> don't look it up. Don't look it up. It's real. No, uh, M-Class Podcast has taken a turn from our LGBTQ lection as given to us by Pizza Man into a bold new world uh, thanks to votes from uh, our patrons over at patreon.com slash Podcast. We are now diving headfirst into Jeff and Metroid Mike's Horny Jail Collection. Oh, Horny Jail. I love horny jail. Josh spends most of his time in horny jail. (laughs) I said that the way this collection had to have been brought forth was listening to Josh just jizz over Fiesel flocks for a whole episode. Well, that's what I thought, like, that's what I thought this was a response to. I was like, oh, it's just because of Fiesel. So we're getting sent straight to horny jail with five of uh, the horniest episodes in Star Trek history. And uh, wildly, only one of them was the CW original. Yeah, which one is uh, is the CW? The one. Enterprise Bound. Oh, that's the one where they get put in horny jail. Yeah, pretty <laughs> like, much. Literally. The one with the Orion slave girls yeah. in it. Oh, that if one. If there's one yeah. thing that needs to be brought back from TOS... It's that. <laughs> they could have done the one where T'Pol is like in the... Uh, quarantine room with oh, Flux yeah. and she's like trying to fuck his brains out. We already did that one, I think. Did we? Yeah, I think that's uh, from a way earlier collection. Damn. I Let's could t- check that out, actually. This is a perfect time to go to www.mclasspodcast.com You don't need to say the www anymore. What a brave new world. Well, on mclasspodcast.com, you can click on episode list, and there is a convenient file with every episode we've ever watched on it. Amazing. I don't know what the name of that episode is. And there's a link to every one of the episodes, when, and you click on it, and you go to it, and mm-hmm. I don't know the name of that fucking episode either. So I think it, it's called, T'Pol Gets Real Horny. Uh, T'Pol Gets Horny Episode. <laughs> Bounty. Bounty? Is that it? Yeah, which we did. Oh, well, there you go. You were right. Not that I didn't think you were. 
Bounty was the sixth episode of Enterprise we covered on the podcast. We've done six episodes of it. I feel like we never do Enterprise episodes. Uh, I haven't been updating the totals at the top, so that would be really easy to be like, oh, we've done this many because I kept up with it, but I haven't. So, Yeah, time makes fools of us all. What about the episode where Trip goes to the planet with the princess and fucks her? Is that a horny jail? We've done 12 of them, and yeah, that sounds pretty horny. Because he gets to bang, uh, what's her name? What's her real name? I always forget her name. I'm terrible at this. I should be fired. <laughs> um, I don't she's, know how to answer that question. <laughs> I think she's on Food Network. Fuck. Um, she's, a, she's a very attractive Indian lady. Uh, Manit Chohan. <laughs> I'm going to look it up. I'm looking it up. It's probably not Manit Chohan, but boy do I have a crush on Manit Chohan. <laughs> uh... Food channel. <laughs> this is not what this podcast's about, believe Lady. it or not. <laughs> if you want to know what episodes we're going to be covering in the Horny Geo Collection, you can head to mclasspodcast.com and check it at the bottom of the page, or you can see the pinned tweet at mclasspodcast on Twitter. But we're starting with uh, TOS Season 1, Episode 6, The Naked Time. Or as I like to call it, Nakey Time, the episode. There's only some nakedness in here, but... Um, pretty much just Sulu's torso, as far as I yeah. can tell, is the only nakedness in the whole episode. We don't episode. even get to see, like, a titty or no. a dick a dick tip. Uh, a dicky. You don't a see tippy. a titty or a Calm dicky. A, calm tippies. Tippies? <laughs> Show me them tippies. Jesus. That's what they say to a Klingon. Show me them tippies. Show me them tippies. <laughs> um, fan, oh, fans, yeah. of, uh, fans of Star Trek who haven't watched a whole lot of TOS but have watched all of TNG uh, mm-hmm. may recognize that this episode is in TNG and it's almost exactly the same. Uh, which one is that? The Naked Now, which we're doing next. Oh, so we get to do this again next week? Cool. Yeah. The Naked Now is a lot hornier than The Naked Time. I will say that. Is The Naked Now the Tasha R. Fox episode? Yes. Is she in horny jail? It's also the one where she's in the ultimate horny jail. Death. Death. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, I wish I could fuck, but I'm a ghost! (laughs) Well, I mean, TNG has proven that as long as you got a candle, you can fuck. I saw a tweet today that was somebody that was like, uh, I turned on BBC America and uh, Sub Rosa is the name of it. Right? Yeah. Whatever, it, it was on and they just showed the picture of the grandma in the fucking coffin. <laughs> and I was like, oh, cool. Uh, I shouldn't laugh at that. But um, this episode <laughs> was directed by Mark Daniels, who we've got into a bunch. He's like the quintessential, I directed a lot of TV in the 60s guy. Yeah. The Man from Uncle, Gunsmoke, Mission Impossible, Bonanza, Hogan Heroes, Kung Fu, Barnaby Jones. My grandfather used to watch Hogan's Heroes on his lunch break. A lot of a lot of stuff that your pop pop loved. This guy was directing. My pop pop loved that and uh, F Troop. <laughs> I don't know F Troop. F Troop was on Nick at Night. I know back Goof in the Troop. Day. Uh, Goof Troop's different, I think. Well, how? Explain to me. <laughs> I think F Troop's the prequel to Goop Troop. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, this episode was, was written by John D.F. Black. Wow, John, don't fuck. John, <laughs> or do, do fuck. fuck. 
<laughs> the fuck? And uh, the only thing that I could find that was particularly interesting about him, I mean, he was like uh, executive story consultant and associate producer on TOS for quite a while, but this Boring. dude fucking <laughs> hated Roddenberry. They did not get along whatsoever. That's wild. And I understand why he doesn't like him, because um, a bunch of writers would come in and they'd be like big-time writers in Hollywood or just big-time writers in general, like Harlan yeah. Ellison. Yeah, yeah. They'd come in and they'd give the scripts over, and then Roddenberry would heavily rewrite them, even though he promised them he wouldn't. Yeah. Well, whatever. Uh, so uh, Black was not a fan of that shit, and eventually uh, Black got to write The Naked Time. I mean, not eventually; it's like episode six. But he <laughs> yeah, wrote no the way. he wrote The Naked Time and uh, turned it in, and Roddenberry uh, rewrote it heavily and didn't even tell him about it. Is that why this episode it. is so good? This episode is famous for um, everything except the actual plot of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's famous for the the sword. Um, yeah, maybe it's it just Sulu the with the sword. Really, it's, yeah. I the funniest part of this episode is like not even that part. The funniest part is the Irish racist that they get. Oh my God, I, like if there's one <laughs> character in the history of Star Trek that I hate, it Kevin might be O'Leary. Riley because he's Kevin the worst <laughs> singer I've ever heard in my life. I think that's the joke, but also like. The joke keeps going, and you're yeah, like, okay. Yeah, that's the joke, but the joke is on us, because we have to listen to it for a whole episode. Yeah, but even Kirk is like, I'm gonna, this sucks. He's like, this, this is, is the terrible. Worst. <laughs> this is the worst episode. Just Kirk looks directly into the camera and says, this is the worst this is, episode. Yeah. yeah, this is it's why. It's not, but he says it. <laughs> Up to that point, he says, so well, far. <laughs> maybe, actually, if this is episode six. I don't know what comes before this exactly, but uh, this one's pretty rough. Spock's brain is before this. Oh, okay, well, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the worst episodes ever, so there of is anything. A... So the Enterprise is orbiting a planet, PSI 2000, Psi 2000. <laughs> It's the 2,000th planet called Psy. (laughs) The 2,000th planets in the system. And uh, it's very much like Earth in the distant past, but it is disintegrating for some reason. Sure, why not? Uh, Something about uh, environment not being taken care of. This is the 60s, so they really don't give a fuck about that. They move on from it really fast. (laughs) Yeah, they're like, whatever, just keep smoking cigarettes and using gasoline. Uh, everybody keep using this wonder product that we've just figured out how to insulate our homes with. Yeah. I believe it's called asbestos. <laughs> it's the best toast. Um, so Spock and, uh, Lieutenant Junior Gray, Joe Tormelin. Joey! Oh my god, it's me, Joey Joe Tormelin. <laughs> Lieutenant Junior Gray, Joe uh, beam, they beam down to uh, in beekeeper suits to the frozen surface of Psy 2000. Beekeeper Sequin suits. beekeeper suits. Yeah, with fucking rings on it? I don't know. And uh, they find the lab scientists, uh, four or five uh, store mannequins, have all been frozen to death. The ones that just crept into the building across the street. I think if if one thing 
proves that maybe these episodes shouldn't have been upgraded from the direct film stock into the versions we see now. It's the fact that the dead people on the ground are extremely clearly mannequins. They didn't even pay extras to be dead, which sucks. Um, but everybody on the planet's dead, and nobody gave a fuck that they were dying. Like, One of them died in the shower with his clothes on, and they're like, that's wacky. the craziest thing I've ever seen. I've never heard of a never nude... <laughs> They were like, what happened here? Like, uh, one of them got stabbed. Another one, like, stabbed himself. Uh, the engineer was playing Pong on the big engineering screen. <laughs> they found a can of Smilex next to him. <laughs> um, but Joe, being a fucking moron... He's an idiot. Takes his glove off, puts down a... Uh, Puts down his like little reader machine, scratches his nose, picks the machine back up. He should already have whatever's there. Yeah, but then they do this weird ass shot of like, yeah, he puts his bare hand on the permafrost the un- underneath the table or something. I don't know what and, the shot is. Yeah, it's a little confusing visually, but like they had this great idea for a composite like special effects shot where they do a drip. Yeah. Uh, but, but the drip would look like sideways. it was... Yeah, the drip looks like it's moving sideways, but it's actually not. And, like, uh, Red touches his hand, and when he pulls his hand back, he's like, Oh, my head got gunk on it. Blah, 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 blah. And it's itchy, apparently? I don't it's, know. They just rub their hands together a lot. Yeah, then he smells his hand. He's like, uh, Still smells like dookie. Still smells like pussy. <laughs> this guy's never had sex. There's no he's way... <laughs> There's no way this dude has ever seen a vagina. Well, the life. way he freaks out later, I could see maybe that being true. He's seen exactly one penis and zero vaginas in his life. <laughs> and it wasn't his own. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. He but, closes his eyes when he pees. But he's scared. <laughs> I don't want to look at it. <laughs> Spock calls up to the Enterprise and he's like, everybody's dead. And Kirk's like, well, what happened? And Spock's like, bleh. He's like, I don't fucking know. I'm coming back. I'm coming <laughs> up. I'm bringing this idiot with me. <laughs> Joey, let's go. And he's like, okay, boss. Okay, boss. Okay. <laughs> they uh, beam back up, and they even undergo decam- uh, decontamination on the transporter pad. Yeah, Joey tries to get out of it. And Spock grabs him by the collar and yanks him back, and he's like, not so fast, young man. He was like, I, we never should have had that that student exchange program with the mobster planet. Yeah, boss. I, yeah. I knew this was a bad idea, Joey. But um they go they head off to a sick bay to get further examined to make sure that they haven't been contaminated. And then Joe's character takes a big fucking 180 and suddenly he's really like upset and sad and like worried and affected by the yeah. Dead people on the planet, even though, like, a second ago he was, like, using their hands to make fucking shadow puppets. <laughs> like, he doesn't give a fuck. I do remember he's that like, scene. He's it was grabbing weird. one of the mannequin's arms and hitting it in the face. Going, stop hitting yourself. Stop hitting yourself. He's and now like, he's Yay. like, oh, it's the worst I've ever seen, Captain. He's like, we killed him. And it's like, dude, all right. Kirk's like, look, go to your room. Go to your room and think about it. 
I don't want to see you ever again on the show. Please <laughs> go to your room. I, next time I see you, I hope it's because you're dead. He, <laughs> he says that to him, which is wild. So it's a crazy thing for so, your boss to tell you at work, but yeah. I guess people have said worse. Yeah. <laughs> Kirk brings all of his senior officers together, and they're like, look, this guy was taking a shower with his clothes on. They were obviously insane down there. Some crazy fucked up shit we can't even imagine was happening <laughs> with his clothes on did you hear me <laughs> <laughs> but they're like uh, look we we need to get information on this planet imploding because it'll be super cool yeah we want to watch it implode and i want to be up close and personal for it which we're is have always to, a good idea. Yeah, we're going to have to orbit this planet really close because suddenly our sensors can't go far. So we're going to need that. Yeah, and also the gravity is more or something. Yeah, well, it's like imploding, so it's creating a gravity well. But that, I don't think that that's not how it works. I'm not, I'm not sure. <laughs> I've never been around an imploding planet. I've not been to Psi 2000 recently. No, well, you have to go back in time now, which yes, you can do. Which you can do, we learn later. Mm-hmm. Uh, which might be my my big problem with this episode. <laughs> yeah. But um, they're like, <laughs> Kirk's like, look, um, did our scanners pick up anything? And Spock's like, well, our scanners can only pick up things that they've been programmed to pick up, which is which is fairly like smart for television yeah. of the time. Yeah, it's pretty good, yeah. Like, I don't even think they mention that very much in, like, Deep Space Nine or Voyager. They're just like, right. oh, we can't scan it. It doesn't exist. Yeah, they just are like, like they can't, they don't work, right? It just doesn't work. Yeah, he's, like, space contains infinite unknowns, but, like, so we can't scan for everything. But you Scotty, go to war with the space that you have, not the space that you want. Yeah, sure. <laughs> there are known unknowns. Remember there, that? There are known unknowns and unknown unknowns not there gonna, are no known unknowns not gonna fool me again <laughs> god <laughs> anyway 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 um scotty is like full of piss and vinegar today he's like oh me engines can fuck a duck and um yeah they don't shit in their own belly button i tell you <laughs> that's what he says that's where it comes from, actually. This I episode. think that's that's the etymology of it, yeah. But um, yeah, Scotty's like my engines can do the Kessel Run in twelve parsecs. Twelve parsecs, <laughs> and everybody's like, "Oh, cool!" And uh, he's like, "As long as you people stay sane up there," and they're like, mm, mm, mm. "We'll try." <laughs> that's. That sounds like foreshadowing, but I yeah, don't know. We've still got like 40 minutes in this episode. Dog, oh my god, so. this episode is the longest fucking episode. Can we talk about the length of this fucking episode? Well, yeah, sure. Because it's the same minutes. scenes over and over again of somebody like rubbing their hands together and looking anxious. The whole thing is wild and stupid. Uh, Joe is back, and he's at the food synthesizer getting his his delicious food cubes. I'd like three meatballs, please. Here's my yellow card Pokemon disc. Oh, shit, yeah. He he shoves Pokemon yellow for the Game Boy in there and gets his delicious food. I'm going to edit, like, I, I when I get my computer back, I'm going to edit, like, uh, in the beginning, Kirk is looking at the cartridges, and I was going to put, like, a thing in that was like, mm, yes, uh, Pokemon Red, Pokemon Blue. 
<laughs> well, that way I could trade with myself and get the the exclusive Pokemon. Maybe Scotty could give me an extra Game Boy Color. <laughs> I finally get Gengar. <laughs> <laughs> Missed out on that Kangaskhan last time. <laughs> but, uh... Joe is getting his food cubes, and Sulu walks in with everybody's favorite character, Riley. Oh, it's Riley, this guy. And Riley's like, I don't understand exercise. What's that? Yeah. And Sulu's like, fencing is cool. And he's like, oh, you were trying to get me into botany. And he was like, you ain't got no bitches, Riley. That's what I'm trying to help you with. Riley, you have zero game. You don't fence. (laughs) You don't do plants. What do what you do? What do you do here? What do you do besides being Irish racist towards everybody yeah. else? I like how this is like a, one of those Star Trek moments too, where they're like, "Look, Italian guy and Irish guy, friends, wink, yeah. wink." Italian, Irish, and Asian guy. <laughs> Everything's cool, bros. Everything's cool. Japanese guy is cool with <laughs> Irish guy. <laughs> What is happening on this they got, show? They got all the mafias covered. Yakuza. That's true. <laughs> Italian. Irish. The Yakubza. The Yakubza. <laughs> but anyway, if you don't listen to MQuest's email, that's going to be a confusing Nobody joke. knows what that is. But um, <laughs> they're like, hey, Joe, what do you think? And he's like, fuck you. He's fucking losing it. He's going They're nuts. like, what? He's like, we shouldn't be out of here. We're being assholes to space space doesn't yeah. love us he's like we're polluting and killing people and at this point it's like how are you polluting space it's fucking infinite you can't he's pollute space he's like look looting and polluting is not the way <laughs> but they're like what and he's like we're, we're destroying planet. this planet you're my hero everything. And then he picks up a knife and points it, and they're both like, whoa, bro. <laughs> like, hold on. Put down that butter knife. <laughs> You're going to maybe cut somebody, sort of. He's like, nah, man, nah. It's fucked out here. It's fucked. And he turns that knife on himself. And uh, Riley and Sulu, like, jump on him, which is what you do to a guy who has a knife pointed at his own stomach. This fight scene is, like... 30 seconds too long. Like it, it does seem really long for what... Like, they just roll over and he's got, like, red on his shirt. And it took me a yeah. second to realize he'd been stabbed. Well, so, like, it is... So, like, like you said, because of the upgrade and the upscale, like, it's not red. It's purple. Yeah. Because, like, like, you see it mixed with the color of the uniforms instead of it just yeah. being, like, a dark blotch in it the same way. It doesn't make any sense. And, like, they didn't want to, like, show a lot of blood, maybe, or whatever. Maybe. But it looks... Oh, yeah, this is, like, 60s television, so they It looks like he spilled fucking Kool-Aid on his shirt. And I was like, no. where did he get that Kool-Aid? Did it come with the food cubes? <laughs> is that his Pokemon cartridge? Give him one Kool-Aid? <laughs> He put in uh, Pokemon Diamond, got some <laughs> great Kool-Aid. Sweet. But Riley runs over and he calls for medical assistance. He needs a medic team stat, but then his hands are also sweating. Uh-oh. Oh, no. This, it's got whatever that shit is. It's on him. <laughs> but then uh, they send Joe to sickbay and he fucking dies. <laughs> he got stabbed. With a butter knife, and he dies. <laughs> he goes, and McCoy, being like the great oh greatest doctor in space, <laughs> is like, ah, oh, he just didn't want to live anymore. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think that's a malpractice suit. Uh, yeah, 
He's like, what the fuck, man? And then he like, he's like, I'm gonna run some tests. I got Scotty. Get me my Game Boy Color, the one with the purple see-through. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit, the best one. I had that one. It was I had that one. one too. Actually, I think I still do, and it just has duct tape instead yeah. of the back piece. Because yeah, I mine's, the back piece. mine's somewhere. I don't know where though. Uh, those batteries are for sure toxic. Oh, they're probably gonna find them and flaked throw out. Probably, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think he just gave up the will to live is gonna stand up during the court martial. But yeah, they're gonna want to know. He got stabbed up with the butter knife, and then he said, "Life is sad. I'm I'm emo." Yeah, <laughs> he he went out exactly like Padme. He was just like, "I'm sad now." <laughs> Died of a broken heart. You know you had two fucking kids to raise, right? All right. Um, <laughs> she didn't even know she had two. Yeah, she was. She knew she had a kid, and she's still like, mm, I'm still giving up. <laughs> Do you think that she like didn't go to the doctor the whole time? She's just like winging it. Probably. That's crazy. Or did she have like droids do all that shit? Probably droids. She probably had droids do all of it. She was rich. She never had to lift a finger. Yeah, droid gynecologist. Why not? They're droid everything ecologists. Uba. Uba. <laughs> uh, you know what? That's as good a time as any to take a break after the Ubas. <laughs> Larg! <laughs> we'll be right back after these messages. After these messages, we'll be right back. These days, everyone's trying to catch Nintendo's Pokemon. Well, it's plenty easy to catch one down at KFC. Buy any meal or my popcorn chicken combo and get a Pokemon bean bag for only $4.99. Catch all four. Dratini, Seal, Zubat, and Bullpix. Bad. Catching Colonel Mon? That's a new thing entirely. Yoo-hoo! Come get me, varmint. Over here. Better hurry up. I'm starting my own collection. And we're back from those delicious messages. I don't know. I'm feeling maybe like some pizza, some oh. Elios. Just put, put a delicious Pizza Hut. Yeah. Add in there. Book it. Put the. We've been talking about Pokemon so much. If you can find it, put the KFC Pokemon ad in. Do you remember I'll that? I'll find it. No, I don't. The colonel's like, Pokemon! What's a Pokemon? Come into KFC and shove it in your gullet and find out. <laughs> I'm just an old country KFC lawyer. I don't know what a Pokemon <laughs> is, but I hear Captain Kirk's looking for that Kangaskhan. <laughs> he just, he said Pokemon like that, so every bully in my school thought that's how it was pronounced. Pokemon? Yeah. They were, like, weirdly kind of, like, wanted to be into it a little because it was yeah. so popular. Yeah, yeah. I, we used to play it at in study hall, and, like, I remember getting made fun of a little bit for it, but also at the same time I was like, yo, this game rules, so shut up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, this game's fun as shit. I you don't guys, know. You guys are missing out on this fucking game. Yeah, yeah. But, like, nobody <laughs> played video games except, like, no. the dweebiest of dweebuses. The dweebuses. 
Dude, people, people used to come over. People used to come over and watch me play Ocarina of Time on like a fucking thirteen-inch screen television, and it was like exciting as fuck. Jesus Christ! <laughs> it was an event. People were like, "Yeah, go here, go." It was, dude. It was great. It was a great gaming day. My best gaming day, I'd say. The best gaming day. That's a rough one, buddy. I don't know how I would answer that question. <laughs> Today for you. Once, if, if fucking Elden Ring will get here! Once Jason delivers your Elden Ring. He's, he's just in the distance. Hopefully he isn't taking the chainsaw to the Elden Ring. I bet he couldn't even cut it in half because it's so hard. That game goes hard, right? It's a hard game, yeah. You can't cut it in half <laughs> on with a chainsaw. On the most scale, it's a hard game. <laughs> it's like a 12 on the most scale. <laughs> Um, so Sulu and Riley are at the helm of navigation, and they're both sweating. They're both rubbing their hands together, and Sulu's yeah. like, I'm sweating like a whore in church, or whatever. <laughs> he says something like that. <laughs> and Sulu's like, hey, let's go to the gym, get a workout in, take that edge off. And Riley's like, yeah. what? <laughs> yeah. I was like, no. <laughs> and he, uh... He, like, takes off. He's like, all right. He, like, takes off like a kid sneaking out of class. It's hilarious. It's I like how he just, like, leaves the piloting seat. Yeah. The whole ship should just start listing. <laughs> it's just like, this is probably not necessary to have somebody watching this. Nah. Autopilot's for, there for a reason. Boy, I am so sorry to everyone listening to this if you hear that chainsaw. Because it is not stopped in an hour. So... Dear God, according to this, it's showing up on the mic, but who the fuck knows? Um, well, there's anyway. been, like, trucks and cars going by here, so... Uh, I'm I, in the living room. Riley... <laughs> it's a living room cast. It's a living room cast today. Uh, I love the the way the Memory Alpha describes Riley, is that he starts sporting an exaggerated Irish brogue. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he just talks he, really loud. <laughs> He kind of does, but then he, like, quickly, like, loses it. He's like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, there, there is no way in hell the guy playing Kevin Riley is actually Irish. There's no chance. He might be, but maybe, like, distantly. I, yeah. Like, I don't... He the guy look. playing Riley is named Bruce Hyde. Yeah, he's not... Brit he could be British. Maybe. He's he's from the Bay Area. The San Francisco Bay Area? Yeah. Not the Tampa Bay Bay Area. Do, do people call it that? I have no idea. I've never <laughs> been to Tampa Bay. You're a, that's You know what? You're not missing out on much. Uh, I hear they got the Dolphins. People yep, like that's them. the team. Mm -hmm. I, I saw the Ace Ventura movie about that, but that's about it. That's Miami. Same thing. <laughs> the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The fucking ears. Th they should change their name to that. That's way they cool. Should. Every That's... edgy teen on earth would be wearing that uniform. The fucking ears. <laughs> the fucking ears. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so the planet's fucked up. Uh, Riley starts losing his shit and just being like, oh, I'm Irish and you're not. Fuck my dick. And Dude, does he go to the sick bay now? Is this where he goes and like is racist in sick bay? Yeah, like, he goes to sickbay and he, like, puts his hand on Nurse Chapel's face, which, like, she's way too comfortable with and lets me yeah. know that people do it to her all the time. <laughs> yeah, Nurse Chapel being the horniest bitch in all the oh, universe. She's, she's fully horned up in this episode. <laughs> 
She's the only <laughs> horny character in the episode besides the guy yeah. that tries to fuck uh, Yeoman Rand. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeoman but, like, Rand. Uh, he's like, you know, his big, you know what Joe's big mistake of that made him die? He wasn't born an Irishman. I think it's supposed to mean he wasn't lucky. I guess. Right? But it sure is like but he it wasn't sounds... really white like me. <laughs> That's exactly what it sounds like. Anyway, bye. You know. he, t- <laughs> he just dips. skips out. And he like he's doing like this goofy shit that kids do where they like touch the ceiling and shit. Yeah. Right? Like, he's, he's being, being like a, a real little bitch. Yeah. Well, you know how those Irishmen are. Yeah. <laughs> They're all little bitches. All little bitches. Uh, well, I mean, we're not disproving it. Um, <laughs> but um, the thing we get from this scene is that Riley has infected Nurse Chapel with the horn. The horn? Sulu <laughs> leaps out at two guys walking down the hallway with a fucking rapier and no shirt on. And he's like, ah, stand stand tall, Cardinal Richelieu. Yeah, he's pretending he's in fucking musketeers. And the thing, there's like a fun, uh, maybe a not so fun behind the scenes story about this, where like it's the 1960s. He's playing a Japanese guy. You can tell like what the writers wanted this scene to be, yeah. and it turns out that was true. They wanted him to come out in like a samurai outfit and with a oh, katana. Oh God! And be doing like a racist the Japanese accent. accent. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, "Oh no! Like I know fencing." So like oh, that's cool. I can actually like be a fencer, and like we should make him do like um, George Takei said this like we should make him like be obsessed right. with like the Musketeers, and they were like oh cool like you know how to fence that's perfect. Uh, he didn't. That's amazing. He just, he just didn't want to be it. a racist caricature on Star Trek. <laughs> that's awesome. He's like, I know fencing. <laughs> Trust me. Trust me on this one. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. And uh, he didn't at all, and you can tell. But he starts, like, chasing the crewmen around with the sword, and it's fucking yeah. hilarious. No wonder this is such a famous part. And then he goes up into his cave. <laughs> yeah, he climbs up the ladder. I love that he yells, cowards, before cowards! he climbs the ladder. He's, he's so very action. good. He's yeah, so he's action ve- man. Like, this is a really funny part. I, I don't... Like, I don't, I guess, like, I don't know. I, I really don't understand why it's caught on so much. But That's like, a good question. I'm not sure. I, I mean, it's all right. Like, it's funny. It's but it's silly like, and, like, he's, yeah. he's got his shirt off and he's all oiled up. There is a funny part later when uh, Kirk calls him D'Artagnan. He's like, get D'Artagnan out of here. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Spock Which is, calls him that, actually. That's what is like, Spock, that's yeah. weird for him that's, to say that. But. That's a really good joke, yeah. Here's um, here's a problem with this episode from the ground up. We're going to take a quick break from going through the the background of this episode. Yeah. Um, the the show, the, like, tell mm-hmm. that somebody is infected with this is that they're, like, super sweaty. But right. everyone on this fucking show is always super sweaty. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, Sulu comes out, like, greased up. Like, he's ready for yeah. the fucking pageant, man. He's, like, like f- he's ready to flex all them muscles. And he's, I got, would, he's got plenty of them. I will say, they shaved him to a pristine, 
pristine amount of skin. Like, that dude is a hairless baby. <laughs> he, he is. He's got more muscles than I'll ever have, though. So, good oh on my. him at the time. Would you like to touch my muscles? Remember when he was on Howard Stern and he was just, like, sucking dudes off and shit? Was he? Yeah, man. There's, like, this dude, he did some crazy shit on that show. He didn't Damn. care. Well, I mean, I mean, if he, I don't know about getting someone live radio, but good for it, dude. <laughs> Whatever. Sounds like a good time. <laughs> Speaking of horny jail, put I'm me just, in that I'm just imagining jail. fucking Howard Stern with like, he's like, there's like sucking noises in the background, and he's like, oh yeah, he's like sucking them uh, off. I think they, <laughs> I think like Howard brought in like these male strippers and and I think he was just like grabbing them and shit. Oh. But it was on. Remember when it was on E? They had that show on E. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember it was that. during that time period. It was like the late early nineties, mid nineties. I just remember not being able to watch that show because of how unbelievably creepy I found Howard Stern as a person. Yeah, the whole the whole like him being like a like a slime ball like that didn't play out too well right like, like uh it's it's weird i guess he never actually did anything genuinely slimy because he'd be he'd for sure be paying for it now well that's the thing is like he would act like that but then he would do some really interesting and really funny bits like he did one where like he brought on a bunch of like kkk dudes and he basically just like like railed on them the whole time and it was really like clever like so it was like there was different he, he like he was doing like a weird balancing act i guess yeah it was it's he's a very strange career right it's, like, i just remember like he would bring like in some playboy playmate and yeah. the whole interview would be like so how many dicks you suck Right, right. She'd be it, like, I don't know if I want to talk about that. And he'd be like, I know you want to talk about <laughs> Oh my god, Jeff, are you Howard Stern now? <laughs> Shit, I do want to talk about I, how many dicks. I know you suck dick a lot. Like, yeah, I'm just they, like, fucking yeah. back up off the mic and the dick. I'm <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude. I couldn't watch it. Even as a kid, I was like, this guy is weird. Yeah, it wasn't It wasn't great. <laughs> it um, did not age well, that's for sure. That's true. <laughs> but um, I, I love that he, like, runs up. To, like, we cut back to the, the like, main deck, and everybody's, like, uh, chilling up there, I guess, trying mm-hmm. to figure out what the fuck's going on. And he just runs the fuck in, shirtless, greased up with his foil, and just starts <laughs> stabbing people, just like <laughs> tapping them with it. <laughs> Dude, he's excited for Elden Ring. He's ready. I'm ready too, Sulu. I know I'm just feel. picturing Jeff running around with his foil, greased up. Oh yeah, that's a sight no one needs to see. I oh, think. I'm seeing it right now, and guess what? I'm ready to go on Howard Stern. <laughs> <laughs> Let me sit on that Sibian or whatever those fucking things oh, are Jesus called. Jesus Christ! Remember that shit? How many foils you sucked? <laughs> but um, like Uhura's like trying to be like uh, trying to like mitigate the situation a little bit. She's like, Sulu, it's me, your friend Uhura, and he's like, Oh. Fair maiden, and he like grabs her by yeah. the waist and like yeah. holds her close. I'll protect you, and she's like, "I'm neither." Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> she pushes him away. Um, like Kirk just fucking leaps on him like a gorilla in heat, and uh, 
of course, Spock is there to nerve pinch him. Damn. Yeah, it's like maybe the worst nerve pinch in the show. It's really awkward. <laughs> and then there's that. Is this where the line comes from? Maybe you could teach me that sometime. He says that, which yeah, I find he's is like, really I, you're going to have to teach me that sometime. It's, yeah. I don't. And, is that the first time he says that? Because I feel like he says that every yeah, time. Yeah, this is like episode six, so probably. It was four on Paramount. Also. Let's talk about how fucking shitty the audio is. Well, that's the thing I tweeted about as well. Like, that shit drove me nuts. Dude. The voices, all the voices are set at, like, a 4 out of 10 on the volume scale. Sound effects, music especially, 11 out of fucking 10. Fully spinal tap that shit out. I couldn't hear shit. I was like, this is bullshit. I hate this. I'm I'm trying to watch it while Crystal is sleeping. And, like, I'm like, am I going to have to figure out some fucking jury-rigged way to set up, like, headphones on my TV for this fucking shit? You're going to have to watch it with fucking closed caption on, man. Because it was so unbelievably loud. I tweeted about it, and uh, somebody, I forget, said that they had the same problem back in the Netflix days, back in the long-distant past. Yeah, that did happen, because I had, I had Netflix, like, the year it came out, and I remember, like, like... No, there, back when there wasn't streaming, that's when I had Netflix. So I remember Uh-oh. when they switched over to streaming. I'm probably still paying for the DVD service. <laughs> DVDs? The hell? <laughs> Man, I wish I had an entire day to play with a chainsaw like my neighbor does. I wonder what he's doing. There are no trees on anyone's property but mine well, in this neighborhood. N- not anymore. Not after fucking. Fucking Chainsaw Jones over here. Chainsaw Jones might be in my front. Like, if if suddenly my audio cuts and there's just dead silence, my tree has been fallen into my house. And I guess that's the last episode we'll ever do. Yeah. Unless I figure out how to be a candle ghost, then it's going to get hot and steamy in here. I'm going to fuck that candle ghost. How many candle ghosts have you fucked? How many candles you've had? (laughs) And then Robin's like, Howard. Howard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, but uh, they fuck They fuck him up. Like, they just beat his ass. And, and then they tie him, him up. They send him down to sickbay. Um, nobody is piloting the ship, so. <laughs> Nobody's doing anything. Everyone's turning fucking Joker crazy. Yeah, everybody's gone full society. Yeah, and we live in a society. Yep. The planet is like creating a gravity well. So they're like, sure. uh, Scotty, we need like more power or whatever, but old old Riley's down there. He locks himself in engineering and shuts the engines off. Because he's the smartest man in the world. And he says, I'm the captain now. He does the I'm the captain now thing. And he, he's like, oh, this is my rendition of I'll take you home again, Kathleen. He starts singing it. And he, yeah, but and he also is like, since I'm the captain, there's double ice cream today in the rec hall. And then he says something about the bowling alley. <laughs> yeah, it, the, there's gonna be like a big party in the bowling alley. There's a bowling alley. <laughs> I was like, the ship has a fucking bowling alley in it. I, I, I'm gonna go on record and say that I really fucking like bowling. Bowling rules, first of all. Um, so you're not wrong. I am a big bowling fan. I haven't been in years now. I really miss bowling. I bowled a perfect game, but over two games. 
That counts. That fucking Does counts. It? I don't think it counts. It was counts like in my heart. It was 15 in a row, and it, but it was over two games. I had this like affliction where like I would I would bowl and uh, the next time I came back to bowl I would be like shitty. Yeah, it's muscle and I would memory. get better and better and better and better until like I was really good at the end of the bowling, and then I would even if I came back like two days later, I would just be awful at bowling again. I was in a league one year, like after uh, after high school. I guess I was in college, but in the summertime, like you got to bowl three games every day for practice for free. Oh, it sounds so fun. Yeah, so I would just go and bowl my games, and I got really good. <laughs> like, I got stupid good at bowling. That's killer. <laughs> like, it sounds like me and ping pong in college. Yeah, yeah. Like, some people we, are so good at ping pong. There was a ping pong table. Like, the way our dorm was set up is every floor, except the floor I lived on, the first floor, uh, had um, a recreation table. So it was like pool table on second, ping pong on third, or ping pong on fourth, and like a snooker table. Yeah, nobody knows how to play that shit. On third? Yeah. Yeah, I never touched that one, but I played pool a decent amount. But like, for some reason, me and my roommates and just a bunch of people in the building started getting like really into playing ping pong. Mm Mm-hmm. And suddenly we were all like ping pong masters. Like new people would show up and just be like, "Oh, I'm pretty good at ping pong," and we would just yeah. obliterate, just them. <laughs> blast them. Yeah, man. Yup. And I think it was like one of my roommates was in the Air Force, and they played ping pong on base like constantly. He was Forrest Gump. So, uh, well, a little bit, but um, <laughs> he's never gonna listen to this. He would never watch Star Trek. So. But, um, so he was already really good, and for some reason that pushed us all to get, like, stupid good at ping pong yeah. for no reason. Yep. That's how it works, right? One of you gets good, then you're like, fuck this guy, I gotta beat him. <laughs> the first time, because he was so cocky about it, right? Yeah. And the first time I beat him, I'll never forget the look of shock and anger on his face. <laughs> it was beautiful. I'd love to get that frame and keep it right on my desk. <laughs> Get a poster of it. Put it in your office. He's like, I can't believe that just happened. He's like, that's a fluke. That's a fluke. We're going again. Oh, man, of course it was. And then I won again, and it was nice. even better. The only ping pong I ever played in college was beer pong. I didn't play too much beer pong. I, I felt, I don't even before the pandemic, I was a little bit worried about uh, oh, it's disgusting. that level of unsanitary. Oh, no, it's fucking disgusting. But you know what? You get two games of beer pong in, and you don't care anymore. You're That's like, Whatever. very true. <laughs> uh, the problem with this episode, in a nutshell, is that we have to listen to Riley uh, fucking caterwaul, I'll take you home again, Kathleen, three yeah. or four times. Like, in a, in a, I don't know, in like a modern day show, they would at least like sound mix it better, right? So it, sure. it, it was happening in the background but you're like not really hearing it. The mics are not made for singing, so it's peaking yeah. their mics the yeah. whole time. And there's nothing you can do about it, because nope. that's what it is. Yeah. And I get the idea, right? Like, we're supposed to be as annoyed as the members of the crew, Yeah, but, but this is not high art. This is yeah. Star Trek TOS. This I don't want to feel that type of feeling. This is a David Lynch. It. This is some Lynchian experiment. No. Right? <laughs> this is not Yodorowsky. This is Star Trek TOS. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
the inter- the ship's uh, engines off. They're not working <laughs> right now. The power's off, and the Enterprise is falling. They have 20 minutes, which seems like a lot of time. Yeah. But they have 20 minutes from destruction, and we as an audience have several hours until the end of this episode. Yeah, there's like 47 more minutes left of the episode. There's a great scene. I don't know if it... It probably doesn't happen right now. It happens later. But um, Kirk and Uhura are trying to shut off uh, him singing. And Kirk's like, like, Can you shut that off, please? Can you shut that damn thing off? And Uhura's like, Don't you think I would if I could? Yeah, and... uh, They just kind of look at each other awkwardly for a second. And Kirk's like, I'm I'm sorry. Yeah. and she's like, it's okay. And they, like, smile at each other very, yeah. like... Just, there's, like, a, a genuine warmth there that I really like. Yeah. Just a it's, very human moment. It's very human. And is that where, like, all this, like, Ahura Kirk shit comes from then, too? I don't know. Like, maybe, but, like... Cause I, thanks I to never... the new movies, it's all Ahura Spock. Yeah, but... And uh, thanks yeah. to the old movies, it's all Ahura Scotty. <laughs> Remember that time when Scotty just fucked Ohura and yeah. just, they just threw that out there like fucking yeah. and then then the next movie that was not happening anymore. Yeah, they were like, nah. <laughs> wonder why they did that. They I just had a fling. Ohura <laughs> woke up one day and was like, I'm really into crazy old fat Scottish guys. Everybody's got a thing. <laughs> maybe she liked the yeah, maybe I don't know. Uh, Maybe he was good as an engineer in bed as he was in the engine room. Probably. He knew how all the pipes fit. Is that why he had that uh, that tattoo on his stomach that said, Pussy Engineer? Jesus Christ. It's <laughs> the coolest what? tattoo I've ever heard of. In the, in the Killigrew font? With the, you know, the rap font? <laughs> Pussy Engineer. And like a weirdly like sexualized Thomas the Tank Engine. Oh, no. It's Thomas the Tank Engine, but it's like a flashlight instead of his face. We could be billionaires. <laughs> I heard it. Saying. That's all I'm Shirt saying. Heard it. We need a Thomas the Tank Engine flashlight. Oh well, maybe I didn't know we were going that far. Let's go. Does. <laughs> Write into mclassemail at gmail.com if you want to fuck Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> right in Thomas, the face. Thomas the Stank Engine. St- Thomas the Skank Engine. No, there it is. Uh, Spock is like going around the ship. He's like, Scotty, you need to retake engineering. And Scotty's like, I have to use a phaser as slow as humanly possible. Yeah, we don't know how to open doors, apparently. No, if a door is locked from the inside, it, we're just as fucked now as we would be in the 20th century. We don't also, know how to get in. Also, good thing there's a door, a lock on the inside of the engine room. Yeah, that what works could go great. wrong? What could also, go wrong? Also, I guess my question would be, like, why not just cut through the door? You don't have to be slow about that at all. There's I don't no, know. There's no, like, m- mechanism behind it that'll explode the ship for some reason. If you if you cut wrong, did did they say like Riley would like do something if they saw? I, I don't he'd, remember. He'd sing "I'll Take You Home Again," Kathleen. He doesn't even it. care when they walk in. He doesn't give a fuck. He's like whatever. No. <laughs> but uh, Spock does head down to sickbay where he meets uh, Nurse Chapel, who is afflicted with the horn. 
Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. What's, the, she's, what's like, the difference? she's like Spock. I know everybody else thinks that you're cool like collected guy but i know that really deep inside you're a weepy little fucker and that you want to fuck because your human penis wants to fuck my human pussy engineer yeah that's what she says it's super weird yeah you think we made that up but no I didn't. she Go says check it out if you can hear it on the episode it's, it's true it's you're really gonna have to turn that audio up <laughs> but like she She's like, oh, I know that your emotions get the best of you sometimes. And he's like, nah. Shut up. You shut your pretty mouth. If you and weren't he's... married to the creator of the show, I'd... <laughs> wait, wait, the executives aren't supposed to know that. Shit. I'm in control of my emotions. Inner monologue turning off. <laughs> and Ahura's like, Spock, are you down there? Spock. 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 Why is he never answering my calls? <laughs> Spock goes out in the hallway, and uh, the camera pans over, and there's red paint on a door that says "Love Mankind," and it goes dun dun. <laughs> and I was like, "All right, <laughs> Dude, yeah, I, yeah." At this point, I was like, "You know what? I'm good." And I just sort of like zoned out. I was like, "Ah, whatever." I just love dun <laughs> love mankind. I like how they get fucking afflicted with Smilex, and then they're just graffiti artists all of a yeah. sudden on the Enterprise. The uh, He walks out, and there's a dude laughing. He is fully on Smilex. He's Smilexing, dude. And uh, he's the one who painted Love Mankind, which really, I don't, like, who sent in the thing shit? Uh, it was uh, David S. Yeah, David, I think, yeah, David has said in a thing where it said Spock's sucks dicks, dicks instead. Yeah. That's way better. It's a really good Photoshop. It's, he did a great job. I think That's, Banksy sent it in. I think it's a Banksy. I think that was a Banksy original. I think you're right. And then it went right into a, a shredder, because it's art. <laughs> I still think that's the funniest shit, though, to be real funny. honest. That somebody yeah. bought it for like a million dollars and it just instantly went through the shredder. That's fucking great. It's fucking so good. It's a big old, hey, fuck you. Shit on this dick, bitch. <laughs> but uh, Spock locks himself into the briefing room and he's like, I'm in control of my emotions. <laughs> he's having a crisis, yeah. Just let it out, man. Let it out. Cry them green tears, baby. Uh, but he, he starts, uh, trying to count by twos. Um, this isn't very good acting. No, this is like, a bad part. This part makes no sense either. Like, I don't know why he does this. Like, there's like, a, there's a part later in the series where Spock loses control of his emotions. And does he count by twos? No. But you, like, feel it for him. Yeah. And, like, because it's really sort of well acted. And this, it's, like, kind of awkward and weird. It's episode four. Yeah, I mean, depending on what service you're using, sure. It might be episode four, really, because the memory alpha has like some random ass fucking numbers for it. Nobody knows any what any episode is ever anymore. Like Let's it's see. all around. It is this. episode four. There you go. So uh, Paramount Plus does one thing correctly so far. We'll see. In- incredible. Um, Kirk, Scotty, some red shirts and some guns break into engineering. Yeah, and Riley's like, I guess there'll be no ice cream. <laughs> 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 
But that's when they find down that the engines have been completely shut down. They're cold. And a normal restart requires 30 minutes? I don't know. Sure. That's wild. (laughs) Seems like (laughs) it wouldn't, but whatever. The Enterprise is uh, surfing on the planet's upper atmosphere at this point. I like the... boarding across the atmosphere. the, (laughs) The effect is just... The planet's just flying by, and it's like, yeah, yeah this is It's bad. flying by, and there's, like, uh, bright color coming from the edge of the screen now. It's, That's the it's difference. It's supposed to be, like, fire or something? I don't know. He's like, uh, it'll take 30 minutes, and Kirk's like, you got eight. He's like, I can't change the laws of physics. That's where that comes from. There I've it is. I've got to have 30 minutes. Yep. And Kirk's like, today sucks. <laughs> Kirk's Kirk's Wednesday was like my Wednesday. Yeah, everything, everything that could go wrong fucks. went wrong. Bad, bad day. One bad day. Kirk's like, what we need to do is use a matter-antimatter implosion. And he's like, that's impossible, you stupid fuck. I mean, nobody's ever done that before. It would be like if I was like, what we need to do is slingshot around the sun to turn back time because I heard about it once. (laughs) He's like, it's a theory. It's possible. Uh, McCoy finds a cure for the affliction. Sulu's back to normal. And I love that McCoy calls the guy and he's like, I get to synthesize it. And he's like, (laughs) what? (laughs) He's high as fuck, dude. He's high as fuck. He's like, what disease? <laughs> He's like, what are you talking about? You're crazy, Bones. And then Why do you call the... you Bones anyway? <laughs> and he takes a big bong rip and you hear the... <laughs> God damn it. Bones, you're so wild. Bones. <laughs> What'd your wife call you that or something? Because <laughs> you boned a lot? Uh, lucky her. <laughs> I mean, lucky him. <laughs> let's let's meet somewhere, Bones. Bones, do you want to go to the bowling alley that we have? Apparently, you want to go to the you want to go to the bowling alley with me? How many bowling alleys you sucked? <laughs> oh boy, I'm just peeking the audio over and over. This will be it good. Doesn't matter. None of this matters. As we said in the beginning, our new disclaimer. This episode is maybe not good. <laughs> they can't all be winners. <laughs> Kirk finally finds Spock and he's like, "Look, Spock, we need to we need to figure out this antimatter explosion thing." And Spock's like, "I never told my mom I love her." <laughs> Which is Kirk's like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" He like slaps him and Spock's like, Oh, I feel shame about my friendship with you and he slaps him again. Yeah. And Spock's like he has this look on his face that's fully like, Why are you hitting me? Hey, dude, Kirk's like, I need your fucking numbers brain. Let's go. He's like, Matter, antimatter implosion. Go. Let's get it. Let's get He's it. He's like, What's the formula? You're a genius, I guess. I don't know. Spock's like, uh, I just I I love my mom so much. Mommy. And Kirk slaps him and then like Spock takes one second and then just backhands him across a table. <laughs> Dude, he wrecks him. He just obliterates his face with one strike because his Vulcans are so strong. So pissed. He's pissed about his mom love. And uh, Kirk gets infected. Yep. Of and he's course. like, ah, oh, you're better off without love. Love will destroy your heart. <laughs> 
you fall in love with steel and and concrete and it, it I know takes, why they call it, it takes. she it's like fucking waxing poetry it's like the yeah. lamest it's like a fucking 14 year old's poetry book dude it's stupid as shit Spock is like completely shook from his own reverie by this he's like what is what is happening he's like Jesus and he's like I have a beautiful yeoman have you noticed you're allowed to notice but I'm not <laughs> I can't notice her big old titties. And her beehive hair. <laughs> I love her beehive hair. It's so mm, tall. I would like to c- come in its flashlight. I know there's one in there. <laughs> Even if it's how, Thomas the How tall is your hair? <laughs> <laughs> That's the last uh, one, I promise. I swear. Oh, my God. It won't be. It won't be. <laughs> but, um... Like, uh, Spock's like, I, I can go help Scotty now because you really, you like made it so awkward that I just exploded out of my own problems. <laughs> he just fucking self-actualizes. He's like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to leave now. Yeah. Please don't follow me. Don't follow me. <laughs> and Kirk's like, I'll never lose you. Never. <laughs> this is all real shit. This sounds like yeah. we're making this up. No, this, this is, is real. all real shit. So he goes, he goes to the... He's headed to the bridge. He gets in a turbo lift, and there's more red graffiti that says "Sinner Repent." And when it looks at it, it goes "Donna, dude, what the fuck?" <laughs> and uh, he goes up to the bridge, and um, probably one of the most famous, weird, unnecessary scenes or uh, moments in Star Trek history happens. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows this moment. He walks onto the bridge and stops next to Bones, who just rips his shirt sleeve off. And gives him the antidote. <laughs> what? <laughs> Just stab through the shirt. It's a needle. Just put it on his neck like you did with Sulu. What are Just, you doing? <laughs> dude, he rips it. Fucking. Dude, why not? Fuck it. Sulu gets back into the ca- into the uh, pilot seat. Kirk gets in the captain's seat. And Kirk. Uh, he like reaches out to try to sexually harass Yeoman Rand, but decides yeah. against it. He's like, "No, that's a bad idea. <laughs> it's a bad idea." We also, have an Yeoman HR Rand. Department. Yeoman Rand is there for reasons. She's just standing yeah. there with her clipboard, like, mm-hmm, "I'm a her Yeoman." Whole, her whole role in this episode is dudes want to fuck. That's right, it. but it's like, yeah, we got it. Like, we totally got it. So they, uh, they like, drag out this restart for what feels like forever. Yeah, it takes forever. And they finally restart Implosion, and guess what? They go back in time. The time, the clock, and you know how we know, the clocks are running backwards. Which definitely means going back in time. (laughs) There's this, there's this, like, continuous moment where they're showing us the clocks rolling back and going, (laughs) The ship's like, yeah, yeah. And they go back and they're like, oh, we've traveled back in time. (laughs) Captain, should we do literally anything about this? And Kirk's like, nah. And then the episode ends. (laughs) He's like, nah, go to Ryza. Let's go. (laughs) That's it. Like, why is there time travel in this? Man, because antimatter. Even though that's not how it works. That's We have antimatter. This is a contender. For, for the dumbest moment in Star yeah. Trek history. It's unnecessary. This episode, like I said earlier, it's 50 minutes long, which is longer than most. You don't even need that part. 
Why no, is that part here? They they do the antimatter matter like thing and they fucking escape by the skin of their teeth. And yeah, that's it. That should be it. It does because it like you said it doesn't even matter that they go back in time. I feel like the whoever like Gene Roddenberry was rewriting this and he was like, mm, I like time travel. <laughs> it feels like that. It feels Abramsy. Like, the script is like all typed up and then just at the end in pencil it says, and then they go back in time. <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> it's just it's confusing and unnecessary and weird and like awkward. It's a it's a, a bookend to a, a not a, a very good episode. Um, um, it's a famous episode for a lot of reasons, but yeah. again, it's not the plot whatsoever. Yeah, and the horny jail, like there wasn't even any fucking good horniness. Like Nurse Chapel was horny, Kirk, Kirk got horny, horny and Spock's a guy in a hallway his... got horny. Yeah, it's Fox horny for his mom. <laughs> He's horny from for his mom shoplifter. Winona Ryder. <laughs> You knew who I was talking about. That was like 20 years ago. I know. What a weird thing to hold over somebody. Yeah, to. who She's cares? She's shoplifted. Who gives a fuck, right? Dude, right? Celebrities are always doing some heinous shit. And you're yeah. mad at Winona Ryder because she shoplifted? Yeah, Winona Ryder was probably like pissed off at the store. was like, fuck this place. And then we we're all yeah. mad at her. That store probably fucking sucks dicks. Fuck them. I agree. <laughs> If it was on the Howard Stern show, you know what he'd say, is all I'm saying. How many dicks you shot left? (laughs) I didn't get close to the mic, so I kept my promise. You promised, yeah. We will be right back with our verdict on this episode, which I'm sure you can probably guess, right after these messages. new Star Wars lightsaber from Kenner. Inflation required. Batteries not included. You can pretend you have powers when you switch on Kenner's Star Wars lightsaber. Ready to feel the force? Switch on your Star Wars lightsabers. Close your eyes and go. I got it. Me too. Zach, you passed the test. The force is with you. The Star Wars lightsaber. New from Kenner. Balloons not included. Welcome back, everybody. I don't know what the hell that commercial was. Probably for lightsabers. Yeah, my lightsaber just arrived, so this is how much I care about you guys. I'm doing this podcast instead of just ripping it open and saying, fuck all of y'all. Not only that, right, but like, it's been like, what, like eight months since you were... Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's been like an insane amount of time since I ordered this lightsaber. (laughs) Yeah, so that's pretty good. I'm, uh, I'm excited. I dude. By the time yeah. this podcast comes out, there will be like a million photos of it online that you can go check out on my. Yeah, Twitter. but we're not there yet. You and I. Well, I no. have to wait. You have which to wait. Is bullshit. What do you think about this episode, Josh? Uh, you know. <laughs> Look, I'm gonna give it a five because it's dumb as shit, but also. It's fine. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's like, whatever. I don't care about this episode. <laughs> like, I kind of hold it, uh, hold the, the Sulu thing against it a little bit, too. I oh, gotta yeah? be honest. Yeah, because it's sort of like, it's silly and goofy, but like, man, people fucking bring that shit up like all the time, and it's like, it's not that funny, dude. Oh, this like, is like a red shirt type situation for yeah. you. 
Yeah, it's like yeah, it's fun, like whatever. But like, I don't, I don't know. There's You're like sick way of that joke. You're sick of it being brought up. I understand. Yeah, there's that. way funnier Sulu moments than this. Like way funnier in the uh, real world. In the real world and in Star Trek Four, when he flies a helicopter and he's like, "I know how to fly a helicopter." <laughs> He's also when he like fucking just knows kung fu out of nowhere and uh, three, five, six. I don't know. What? When does he know kung fu? It's when they are in the they like go to the jail, like the little oh. jail cell, and the dude with the little hat who's security, and uh, he calls Sulu tiny, and then Sulu beats the shit out of him. <laughs> That's funny. I don't remember which movie that was, though. I apologize. I don't either. This might be three. It's been a while since I've seen three. Um, Five? Sulu fights guy. It's three. It's when they steal the uh, Excelsior? Enterprise? Enterprise? They steal something. Sulu fights guy movie. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's just, it's showing the new movie. With the sword. Yeah. That's why I hate it, because of that part. Because of the sword. Then it got brought back for the new movies. Yeah, and it's a, it's a <clears throat> lightsaber. Speaking of lightsabers, it's a mechanical lightsaber. It's like a... Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's like, how does that work? It's like the the sword from Soul Calibur that Ivy has. <laughs> it's just weirdly segmented. Yeah, and you're like, But it doesn't what? turn into a cool whip like hers does. Oh, yeah, that is cool. Um, cool whip? I love cool whip. <laughs> Cool whip, do the cool whip, cool whip, baby. (laughs) Oh, baby, I'm smoking. This episode is going to get a six from me. Nice, a six. Because it's not middle of the road boring like a five would be. It has like moments. Ah, fuck. I just didn't want to give it the same score as you. It's a five. You said I was going to give it a lower score. I thought so. You thought. I would. I could go to four. I definitely, <laughs> I definitely could go to four. Uh, like, I, I was trying to be charitable, but like, um, the, I keep going back to Riley singing the fucking song. Like, that is yeah. so grating. It's such bad TV. That's bad It's television. so boring. This episode is so boring. Like, normally yes. with, with TOS, like... Like the bad episodes, I just get bored. Like I'm not like uh, it's not like I, I I don't like like it. I just I'm like I don't uh, whatever. What's happening? You know what I mean? Like I lose track and I'm like, uh, like that never really happens with like TNG. It never happens with like DS9. But T- in TOS, TOS episodes can be a little meandering. I yeah. mean, like it feels like TOS for the most part is being written by some people. Some episodes anyway are being written by people who are like television shows are one half hour. Yeah. And now yeah. they're like, all right, here's an hour. And they're like, uh, the same we, thing happens over and over. Yeah, we don't know how to format it. Yeah. But it's like, just add stuff. <laughs> yeah, put more, make the story longer. Yeah. And Do not just other have the things. same thing happen over and over again. Yeah, like, there's a point in this when, like, everyone's losing their mind. And I'm like, no, I got it. I uh, We got it. Like, uh, I know. But they just keep doing it. And you're like, okay. Yeah. How... how- <laughs> Wiggity wiggity whack is it? It's wiggity whack. That like this episode is held in such like esteem when it's so boring. 
it's I think because it isn't terrible, and there are some really bad ones, right? That's true. I mean, season three gets deep in the paint on some awful episodes. It gets, it gets, yeah, it's bad. Um, but I mean, I think it's because it is wacky and silly and in parts, and they like. The- there's some yeah. funny parts in it as well, and like there's some parts that are supposed to be a little heart wrenching, which maybe in the '60s worked a little better. Yeah, I I think the Riley stuff's like fine if it wasn't for the singing. Like it's funny that he like is an idiot, but like the singing, just turn it off. Just even just have him be like just lower the volume or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like why can't they lower the volume? Maybe my most hated character. Star Trek history. Kevin <laughs> Riley. Everybody would be like, who? Who? But nah, he sucks. He was on the Howard Stern show. Also, it's really dumb that Kirk is like, oh, my yeoman is so beautiful or whatever. Have you seen Uhura? I, yeah. I don't, dude. When when you dumb Sulu, idiot? Have you not seen Sulu, Uhura? Like, like pulse her and like you see her legs it's just i, I was in horny jail at that moment. yeah you like, should be <laughs> i was like fuck dude they like, put you what? on horny death row after you saw that <laughs> dude horny man walking <laughs> and they're banging like fleshlights against the bars clang 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 clang, clang. oh no thomas One the tank was... engine fleshlights thomas the, the bars. tank engine <laughs> that's gotta be a thing right probably yeah. This this episode is um it's highs and lows, right? Like there's some really fun parts in it that I enjoy yeah. like the, the Sulu the shirtless Sulu with the foil hasn't lost its luster for me in the same way. Yeah. So I still enjoy that. I I don't like, want to like shit on it cuz no, like I understand. I, but I feel like it's one of those it's like a Rick and Morty sitch, right? Where like like nobody will stop talking about it. True, <laughs> and it's like stop, stop talking about the fucking fencing scene. Like I, we got it, we got it. I think this episode probably gets a few points for me because it has such a genuine human moment in it yeah. with Kirk and Uhura, where they're both just so at wit's end with this stupid song. Yeah, Uhura's never gonna talk to Kevin O'Reilly again. No. Well, Kevin O'Reilly, I imagine, got jettisoned into space after this episode. <laughs> That's talk about horny jail. I think he's still he's in another episode. Is he singing? No, I don't Does think he turn so. into a leprechaun. He should. That's all those Irish are good for. Yeah, pot of gold and whatnot. Lucky charms. Yeah, he's in the conscience of the king. He tries to murder. The Kodos. He tries to kill him. Oh, yeah. Because he's from the same colony that Kirk grew up on. That's right. And then he never shows up again. I I assume for attempted murder. He never shows up again. <laughs> well, you know how those Irish are. Yeah, we do love murder. <laughs> Moiter is how they we, say We love Moita and we love uh, off kilter singing it's our favorite uh, but you have to be like drunk well obviously well, right always I, right I'm, right us irish yeah i'm drunk right now like whatever uh drunk on lightsaber lust oh fuck at. dude i'm horny for that like i'm a horny jail for your lightsaber i, I want to see this thing i uh we still have to do email after this no even. we don't no, so. we, no we don't <laughs> we don't have to no, we, we don't have gonna. to do anything but i'm gonna no one's gonna fire us. I still don't unless... have a well. 
I still don't have a knife, so I can't open it until I go downstairs. I have one right here. Do you want mine? Yeah, hand it over. Alright, let me try to put it... Uh, oh, I dropped it. Oh, no. It, it's going into the mic here. Is that... Can you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> Most really certainly. Loud? Can I hear that? Yeah, it peaked pretty good. I, I dropped it, and it fell into the internet. It's probably in uh, browser somewhere now. <laughs> Who brought a knife to the porn set? Why is there just a knife stuck in the wall in this browser's? <laughs> Oh well, still hot. <laughs> Do you ever, did you see that gif of the uh, cameraman feeding a donut to that dude? No, <laughs> He's fucking what? that girl. All right, this is the new. Uh, this is our new porn gif because you and I love funny porn gifs, right? Uh, well, the, yeah. The, secret, the secrets out. The, the secrets, secrets out. out. Well, there's. Uh, I think. The Under Siege gif, which is the hilarious. Under Siege, the Under Siege parody gif is absolutely yeah. fucking hilarious. It's and funny I think as fuck. Uh, also a connoisseur of that gif, Hadley Sinclair. I'm gonna yeah. put put them on fucking Hadley, blast as well. Hadley likes that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, Bam <laughs> as well. Also loves that gif. I'm it's taking everybody okay. down with me. It's okay. You can just out them all for sure. liking the gif. I'll take them all down with me. I'll find it. I'll find it. I'll show to, it to you. We'll have to see that. Um. <laughs> anyway. This this episode has the only fun fact I have for this episode I already said, which was the um, uh, George Takei lied about knowing fencing so that he yeah. didn't have to play a stereotype. Yeah, which is cool. It is super cool. He's like, I know fencing. <laughs> <laughs> I like swords. <laughs> this is so strange. D- director Mark Daniels visited Takei in his trailer and asked him to take off his shirt. After okay. observing his bare chest, Daniels announced that they would do the fencing scene shirtless. Yeah. Unknown to him and the rest of the cast and crew, Takei spent all his free time in the next three days doing push-ups. <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to get juiced. <laughs> He's like, I gotta get bigger, gotta get bigger, gotta get bigger. Oh no, I only have three days to get juiced. (laughs) What will I do? What? According to Nimoy's autobiography, I Am Spock, the scene where Spock breaks down in tears was originally supposed to have been a simple sight gag of a crewman painting a mustache on him. That would have been better. That reminds me very heavily since I just did Toon Hounds. Like, if you're listening to this and you want more me for some god-awful reason... I'm headed over there right now. Let's you can do it. go listen to Toon Hounds. T-O-O-N-H-O-U-N-D-S. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess it's a podcast by Rich Masters and Spivzies all about cartoons. And I guessed it when we talked about Looney Tunes. One of the Looney Tunes I almost chose is Doodle Daffy... Which is okay. the one where he keeps painting mustaches on every sign and also yeah. Porky Pig's face. Is I that would, where they got it from, I wonder? I would love a Doodle Daffy episode of Star Trek TOS. That's <laughs> <laughs> weird, because in George Takei's autobiography, he's like, that scene was supposed to be me painting a dick on his face. <laughs> <laughs> I spent the next three days doing dick push-ups. Oh, man. If anyone could... <laughs> It would be him. Uh, this episode is, of course, a bottle episode, which is a um, industry term for any episode that has uh, no need for new sets, new characters. Yeah. 
or uh, anything new, really. Nothing AKA new. The cheapest of episodes that you can produce. Well, they use a lot of uh, the ship, which is actually kind of a plus, right? Like, you get to yeah. see tons of different ship sets, which is neat. Which I'm into. I really yeah. love the look of the original Enterprise with its, like, weird mood lighting and yeah. its, like, uh, sort of angular gray-blue design. We didn't get to see the bowling alley, which I think is in the same part of the ship with all the water tubes. <laughs> the water just, treatment plant part of the ship. Just water you tubes. mean engineering? Yeah, it's water. Just where the water goes. Um, <laughs> ac- according to um, regulars on the series, Riley and Joe were both considered to be regulars on the show. They were trying to get them to be regular characters, but no one liked them. So yeah, Joe was well, killed in this one. Joe's dead. Riley dead to me. True. <laughs> oh, I have I do have a fun fact of the week. Oh. Those environmental suits, the beekeeper outfits, uh, were just shower curtains. That makes sense. You can kinda tell. <laughs> <laughs> Why did they go down with the shower curtains of the periodic table? You know the one I'm talking about. <laughs> No. What? They make shower curtains that are the periodic table. They were all the rage 10 years ago. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then right, and then Joe could have been like, I don't know, sir, but it looks like some... And then he could have looked at the periodic table and said, bury him. He was just in point the at it right here. Yeah. yeah, there it is. Spock would be like, oh, Joe. <laughs> oh, Joe. You're Yo, going to die in a few episodes. <laughs> Poor Joe. You know what? I'd like to thank everybody for tuning in to M-Class Podcast. It's We have fun here. But really, at the end of the day, this show is about camaraderie. And learning. And learning. And, and growing as people. And lightsabers. And I want to finish this and the next episode quickly so I can play with my lightsaber. <laughs> so if you'd like to support this program, we here at PBS could use your your pledge. Ooh. So head on over to patreon.com slash mclasspodcast where for as little as a dollar, et cetera, et cetera. You can also <laughs> follow us on Twitter at mclasspodcast and a big thank you to Vitizen for the use of his track Outer Space Race for our theme song. What else can they do to help us out, Josh? Hey, uh, go to iTunes or Spotify and rate and review us. You can write whatever you want. The show is super great, so you're probably going to write a really great review. But if you didn't like it, you can do that, too. I'm rambling. Let's go. You, if you know what's good for you, though, is all I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, thank you, everybody, again for tuning in. We'll be back in one week with M-Class Email. Bye-bye. Bye, alums.
I'm mentally ill. Trick, 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 trick with your ball.